Well, hey there, fellow nerds and nerdwells. I'm AJ, and welcome to the Adventurers Anonymous podcast, the home of improvised fantasy. Fuck nuggetry. Come join us week by week as a rotating cast of geeks sip cocktails, play Dungeons and Dragons, and seek a glorious death. As ever, I am duty bound to remind you that the content from here on in is not suitable for little ears. What follows is mostly improvised and entirely inappropriate. Listener discretion, as always, is advised. And if you're still with us after that, welcome aboard. Right. First up, coming to us live and direct from Finland, the man the local Finns like to call Sexikas Krokotiti. It's a completely different accent every time. Oh, Crocotili. And also on to you. (laughs) What we in Blighty would know as Sexy Crocodile. See, my finish is just (laughs) Sexicas Crocotili. That's actually 1% better better than last week. Oh, thank you. even 2%. The £2,000 worth of finished tuition that I've got in the last week was work it. That's okay. Really paid off. Outlier. It's not it's not a, it's not a it's not a positive correlation. It's an outlier. <laughs> okay. Well I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna one day I'm gonna blend right in with the fins. Oh look next up I was gonna say we have a lady, but we don't have a lady because the lady fell ill. So uh, we are ladyless tonight. This is a sausage fest. Uh, Chanel has had to call off ill. So Mr Neil has agreed to look after Keith the sugar glider and protect his honor in Chanel's absence. But next up, we have a man who is redefining the way the kids talk on the street corners. Football may have its wags, but now D&D has its rags. That's right, kids. Rags stand for woke, risque, and gloriously green. That's right. D&D now has its rags. Tumbleweed. Tumbleweed. Oh, God. Children run. (laughs) <laughs> I don't like, I don't like that I'm the woke Pied Piper of Sheffield I'll stick to the gym Yeah Well, you know, we'll workshop that We'll workshop but, it But hello <laughs> I do not no. agree, but hello <laughs> Hello, hello and stop it Yep, name of the episode Hello and stop it Okie dokie <laughs> And Lewis is going to come a bit later, listeners Ding dong He's just going to sneak in the back door when no one's looking, which is his way. But the last but not the least we're going to introduce today is a man who recently agreed to come to a garden party with me next weekend. But the question (laughs) is, will we be wearing matching Hawaiian shirts, Mr. Neil? We could be. If the weather's nice, I could wear my summer shirt. It's not a Hawaiian shirt, but it it is the most summery thing I own. Do you have two exact copies of that summer shirt? One that I could wear? No. You could borrow my tiki necklace. <laughs> goes, I also, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes tiki twist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, we got too too drunk at a social gathering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping you're going to bring some of your stag energy to uh, to the garden party next weekend. So wedding season is over, and therefore stag season is but a distant memory. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to consider that to be training for for next weekend. So. Many tales will happen. Maybe I'll do some body shots off Chris next weekend. Who knows, listeners? <laughs> we will find out. It's going to be loads of photos of chasing around Bobo. <laughs> come here. Come, <laughs> come here so I can do shots out of your belly buttons. <laughs> I don't know why he's German, but he is. 
said, no, no, you, you barely put in. <laughs> your, your belly button. Classic yeah. of the two drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ Let me do some vodka out of your belly button. Okie dokie. Right. Uh, that's quite enough of that, smut. Just, 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 uh, yeah, plot a course out of that smut. Uh, right. Does anyone want to recap before we kick off? Always. Always, baby. Can we do a previously on Dragon Ball Z? Oh, previously on Dragon Ball Z. Oh, my God. Matt, can you do us a, like, do us an intro for this? Previously on Adventures Anonymous. Last we left off with our intrepid adventurers, they had found themselves face-to-face with the source of all the recent unholy goings-on in the village they were staying at. Having investigated the scene of another murder, they stumbled upon their missing friend, Hanash, who appeared to be a little worse for wear. And by that, listeners, I mean he was sporting two puncture wounds in his neck. In an act of what can only be described as camaraderie, Anash opted to chain himself to the floor so that he couldn't hurt his friends in case he did indeed turn into a creature of the night due to his wounds. Not long later, our villain entered the scene, revealing themselves to be a softly spoken vampress called Lilith von Spluth. And so a fight ensued, but not before Maud held everyone up by forcing awkward introductions, much to everyone's embarrassment. But ultimately, fight they did with blows being exchanged. Well, Aristobulus lobbed a tin of sweet corn and broke Lilith's nose, at any rate. Now, listeners, in all the excitement last week, we ran over time and we had to pause the fight mid-swing. Lilith of Ampress pausing to grab herself an ice-cold glass of crisp, sweet rosé. So that is where we will pick up this week. Mid-fight, drinks refreshed, fists reloaded. Vampress, you will go on my first whistle. Adventurers, you will go on my second whistle. <laughs> Insert whistle sound here. So, Hanash, you are at the top of the batting order. What would you like to do? Can I, with, as I'm restrained, can I make it to the um, the kind of locker box, whatever it is, like the kind of big one in like the middle, like uh, left? Do, 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 do. Let me just check the old map. Uh, no. No, I'll say you can make it to the, the, the near crates. There's a set of near crates. You can make it to those 100%. Can I use my scythe to try and break through my shackles, please? <laughs> I am full of regret and must find my weapons. Maybe you've got my rapier. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what I mean there. The rapier. You could try that. Do you want to use a rapier to try and break a, an iron chain link? Okay. Okay. Sure. Uh, in that case, he said, checking the old rule book, could you make me a strength skill check, please? I sure can. How about athletics? <laughs> it's always one. I'm going with strength. It's a natural 20! Ah! Wow. In your face! Fuck your judgment. So, <laughs> so, green muscles glistening with sweat with the heat down in the basement. And as you put one foot on the ground by where the chain joins uh, to the ground and you heave and everyone looks over as your muscles stretch out, veins bulging, the very spike on your head quivering as you roar and a as the piece of metal attached to the floor tears out the ground and you are left with a manacle and a chain attached to your arm, but you are now free. We will consider that your action for the turn, but you still have your movement. Can I use a bonus action to search a crate, or is that too too much? Or even open the crate? Uh, 
So maybe I don't have time to get things out of it, but maybe I have time to have a look see. <laughs> oh, go on, just for the rule of cool. Um, you run over to the crate with a like, clink and a clank because you're carrying around a whole ball of chains uh, with a metal weight on the end of it. As uh, you swipe a load of shit off the top of the crate, there's just like some bones and like a plate that shatters on the floor into a thousand pieces. And uh, you pull the lid up and you see straw, lots and lots of packing straw. Mm. Okay. That's what you see. And that, I'm being, I'm, I was playing the rule of cool there, but yes, yes, you can see lots of packing straw. Appreciate. <laughs> Appreciate. Mr. Tatty, you're up. Which crate has Hanash just gone to? Is it the one that's closest to him, or is it the one that's, that's got the fire on top of it? Uh, the one nearest. The one nearest to him, okay. Uh, I'm going to run over to the one above that. Do, 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 do. Yeah, the one with the candles on. Yep. You'd like to prise it open? Yes. I also have my thieves tools if I if I need to get I need to get busy. Okay, dogs. Uh, making your way over there, hop, a skip, and a jump, dodging dried bones and cobwebs on the floor. You spin over there, swatting the candles off the top. They they hit the floor with a splutter and roll around as you get your teeny tiny fingers underneath the edge of the crate and whoosh, rip it up. Inside again, in in shallow straw, you see many bottles of fine and dusty-looking vintage wine. Maybe, we're going to say uh, 10 bottles. Very expensive-looking wine. Woo! I say wine. Alcohol. We'll just wreck on that, listeners. No one will ever know that I just fluffed that. Bottles of alcohol, as the kids call it. Alcohol. Can I tell from the, from the bottles what kind of alcohol? Uh, just for the rule of call, make me a uh, uh, investigation check. Or perception, it's perception, isn't it? Yeah, make me a perception check. Uh, 17. 17. As a recovered alcoholic, you know straight away these are spirits of the finest kind. You've seen these before. They are uh, Zemnian whiskey. Mm. Very, very high alcohol. Okay. I'll take uh, one bottle out. And mm-hmm. uh, leave leave the others in for now. Gotcha. You leaving the lid off? Yes. When I move the candles so that I could open it up, I'm also going to move the candles a little further away. <laughs> I was wondering, in narratively in my mind, you were like eyeballing the candles. Now that you could see the the volatile fluids, and you see the candle kind of like just pinwheeling along the floor. But uh, okay, yeah. It, uh, Chekhov's fire starter is what they call it. <laughs> Can I do? I don't know if you get. I don't know if you'll. I don't know if you'll let me do this this turn. Can I? Can I do a quick perception check on what else is in this room that I can see from here? I'll just do it as a perception check if you want. Like it's not. A, I, I, I'm going to say because because a turn of combat. If we're outside of combat, yes, 100. percent If we're inside combat, I'd say yeah. you've already expended your six seconds, and I've been very nice. Uh, Maud's up next, so it's you anyway. So if you wanted to be cheeky, you could just get Maud to look around the room. I'm not advocating metagaming, but... Uh... So Maud is down by the sword, right? Yes. Um, okay. Is the sword still floating, by the way? Oh, yes. Just for listeners who've joined us, uh, the Vampress, Lilith von Spluth, uh, has a sword which can fight on its own. It floats in midair and it's a blazing, flaming sword, um, crackling with fire. Uh, it was attacking Tati, but he ran away. And because she swore a life pact to Tati, uh, Toadflaps has legged it to the sword to keep it busy. 
so our diminutive friend could get away because because road flaps is lovely. Hmm. Okay. A lot of a lot of nice things that that, that Maud can do, but also. But can she do a perception check for the stuff that's in this room, like littered about on the floor? We just want to get a general idea of what is mm. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's more of invest. Who's investigation? Let's call that investigation. If she's look- uh, that is a seven. Seven. Maud looks around, um, looking down. Uh, she sees a set of keys, which are clearly the keys to the manacles. Uh, she can also see lots of cobwebs. There appear to be various sacks in one of the cobwebs, which are pulsating, quite small things about the size of um, acorns. They're quite small little pulsating sacks in amongst the spider's eggs um, web. Just, it's earthy and cold and wet and damp. And as she looks around, she can see moss on the walls, water dripping down. This is not a sealed, damp-proof cellar. It's skanky. You know the the manacles that would that I know Hanash was like chained, had like one mm. arm chained to the floor essentially with one. Are there any, like the chains, are there any of those like loose? Uh, well, yeah, for a seven, I don't think that's going to be high enough to, to have that level of, sorry, if it, if you'd got more towards right. a 20, I think that would have, would have probably been, I, th- I think I'm going to, I'm going to write that off narratively as Maud is slightly concerned for Keith, even though she trusts you. She's got one eye on Keith in your pocket. At least we hope it's Keith in your pocket. She's gonna. She already used her action to. Yeah, search is an action in combat. We'll call that her turn. Cool. Um, that'll do. Okay, doke. So after Maud, we've got Aristobulus. Um, Aristobulus is gonna uncharacteristically. <gasps> oh, you said his name, and he appeared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest timing ever. Has he had a big day? Yes. Has he been to Broadfield drinking bottles of wine? Yes. Has he made it to D D? Yes. <laughs> Water man. <laughs> I'm so full and I'm so ready to party. Let's go. <laughs> is that, you've actually timed it to your turn to the millisecond. We were just introducing Spiritual your turn. Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, your spiritual weapon's still open. The bum cheeks are still floating around. Yeah. Oh yeah. What was the bit I was doing a few weeks ago? It was like, um, oh fucking command, <laughs> command, <laughs> yeah, command yeah. run away <laughs> straight away. Okay, fuck, cool. Yeah, you're just going to command Hanash to shit his pants. Yeah, it's irrelevant. <laughs> I is, it? He beats me to it. <laughs> you have fuck. True. Yeah, she shat his pants last episode, listeners. So what's happening? Right, you're down the bottom. Obviously. So let's run off into a room at the top to have a drink of rosé. You're all currently together. Chris has opened some boxes and found some crates of whiskey. Uh, Hanash has unlocked himself from the floor. And it's you. That's it. Are we still in combat? Lilith's run off into a little side room. Oh. So I'm currently just chilling with a big blue arse flying around. <laughs> yeah. You're currently just you're just leaning on two flaps. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Um, so we're not in combat anymore. You are, you are, but uh, she's taking a she's taking a break to go get some wine. She she, she moves at a thousand miles now. She'll be back in a minute. We just had to have a narrative reason to pause combat in the middle. So Lilith popped out for a rosé break. Right, uh, right then. What the fuck? What what does this mean for us? Do we still have to like 
what the fuck do we just like hang about and wait before we take a next like d- like action? Well, each turn is six seconds, so it's only going to worse last well, like, right, thirty seconds. I want game time, but well, the spiritual, the big, the big ass is flying around, so I want yeah. I want to place it right by the door so that when she runs back, she's trapped by the butt cheeks, obviously. <laughs> yeah, she, has to, she has to re-enter the room through the eye of a needle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I hate you. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> you move your bum cheeks to the top of the map, blocking the door where she went. There we go. We can do that. Thank you. I don't Thank mind. You. I'm there for that. Okay. That's your bonus action. Do you want to move around at all? Yeah, sure. I'll do a cartwheel. <laughs> do you want to do a cartwheel? I mean, technically it's not on the actions in combat chart, but I will have it. Do me an acrobatics skill check, please. We are rocking with a 12. A 12. You've done a cartwheel before. I'm not even going to say that it doesn't look majestic uh, as your robes fly up, exposing your bare ass as your Jesus creepers flip back round onto the ground. Everyone just looking at you, shaking their head. Yeah, mum. Pim, pim. This is, what we, this is what we do. So you've blocked her out. Toad flaps. Her turn. She's just, like, sitting there... Uh, staring at the flaming sword hovering in front of her, waiting for it to, to move. It's, it's currently uh, buffering whilst Lilith pops out for a wine. As Toad Flaps looks over and sees Aristobulus just do a little cartwheel, she's like, does he always do that? Fuck me, that's a little bit extravagant in the middle of a fight to get your ass out. Especially with a vampire, you might get bitten on the taint. <laughs> Belsia, you're up. I was... Gonna, can I try and use Mage Hand to grab the flaming sword? You could certainly grapple it, yeah. God, that's a DM's nightmare, isn't it? Mage Hand on a flaming sword. Yeah, go on, you can try and grapple it, yeah. Because it can't attack, but there's nothing to say it can't hold a flaming sword. It can withhold. That's floating in the air. Restrain, even. Withhold. An emotionally withholding floating hand. (laughs) God damn it. Um, I do that. Uh, roll me your, roll me a d20 and add your proficiency modifier. And I will do the same. We will take it from there. Just says it's a bit of an odd one. Oh, bollocks, listeners. What did you get? That's a nine. I got a two. (laughs) Well. Yep, you win. So your spiritual hand holding on to the sword, but you have to keep up concentration, I believe, on that. Do you not? Mage hand. It's only a cantrip. You have to concentrate. Yeah. How long does it last for? One one minute. Oh bollocks! So ten rounds. Uh, fine. All right. We'll just <laughs> we'll just recheck the grapple every turn. Whatever. I like this. So that's the swords out of action for this turn. You smarmy bastard. As everyone looks over at the giant spiritual hand wrestling the flaming sword, and everyone's like, "Ooh!" As you hear a muffled noise coming from the top of the room. As you just hear the door handle going, as you hear a, a kind of like, as underneath the blue cheeks, you see someone crawling on the floor as Lilith von Spluth is birthed out between two blue cheeks as she's had to like crawl underneath the spiritual arse crack. And she's like, Dear God, what the hell is this shit? It's hotter than a Mississippi summer here. I don't want to be crawling out of your ass cheek. Oh, she's a messy drunk. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I was sipping on a rosé. As 
you just see her holding onto the smashed stem of a glass. She looks at it and just tosses it to one side. And she's like, all right, now you made me angry. As uh, she leans on the blue ass cheek for a moment, catching the breath she doesn't need because she's undead. As she looks over at Silas, realizes he's not really much of a threat to one side, looks to the side with Tatty, who's currently holding a bottle of expensive whiskey. And then she's going to look down at at Maud and Toad Flaps with the sword. And then she sees Hanash, who's broken away from his chains. And she's like, eh, eh, eh. You've broken out of your thingamajigger. And she's just going to belt it across the room towards you. She's like, you're man. I can still taste you. And she kind of like licks her lips. <laughs> uh, when she gets to me, does she like smell that I'm covered in shit and think, oh, I don't want to buy this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I will make, I, I, for the rule of cool, I will make a perception check. Fix them. Natural two. No, absolutely no, no, no. She's, she's 2,000 years old. She smelled, she smelled more wet ass than you can imagine. <laughs> this is, uh, this is nothing to her. <laughs> like, she enters combat with you, looks at you, and just says, Honey Bunny, you're mine, and I don't appreciate you running away. As uh, <laughs> she just open hand claws you across the face. Uh. <laughs> Is that the noise you're making? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no regrets. Hold your horses. She's got a multi attack and make uh, two claw attacks against you, um, or one claw and one bite. So I'm going to make a claw attack against you, which got an 18. No. No. So the claw, the claw blatting against your armor. You, you, you duck to one side. You, you hear claws rake across your armor as sparks flare up. As she turns, she's like, oh, I like a fight. Healthy. <laughs> as she comes in again with a backswing with her claws, uh, this time getting 24. It's amazing. You take. 1d8 plus 4 damage. 8 points of damage. You take 8 points of damage as claws rake across your cheek, opening you up. Uh. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> she just looks at the wet blood dripping down your cheek. She's like, oh, darling, I'm fixing for some more blood. Right, coming off the back of Lilith, it is Silas's turn as you just hear a little voice saying, Oh, anybody? My legs. This fucking guy. Anybody? This guy, honestly. Priest. Silas, just leave. I can't leave. Both my legs are broken and the stairs are out. Uh, crawl. Fine. Have some survival instinct. (laughs) Yes, Silas. And for the record, your wolf owes me half a kilo of bone marrow. (laughs) As you see him just crawling along the floor, um, back into the stairs. Fine. I was working with the priest. I was offering him intel. What's he for? Now I do not feel inclined. Absolute bullshit. He's been wearing my dangly earrings for time and he's gave me nothing. Right, all he was doing, he'd be wearing them thinking he was some fly hot shit and he's gave me nothing. He's told me zilch. All he's done is feed Barbara some fucking bone marrow in the bin. Priest, priest, she's back. Careful, she's back. 
Is this supposed to be intel? Once again, I've got eyes. I know what's going on. I can see everything. He tells me things are happening. You pierced my ear. Silas, go home. <laughs> can I go and get my sweet corn that I threw last game and just launch it at his face? Because this is insane. <laughs> uh, your sweet corn has rolled to a stop at the top of the room. You'll have to go and get it next. Fuck. Uh, oh, dokily. So, Silas crawls off a bit. You just hear a little groan as Lady looks sad that some of the bone marrow is, is crawling away. Right. Looping back round to Hanash's. So can I use my action to disengage without giving an opportunity of attack? Is that how that works? Yeah. Can I do that, please? And can I use my bonus... Dem the rules. And then can I use my bonus action to run back into the room that I found myself in at the top left? Well, you still have movement. So yeah, you can just use your movement. And then you'll still have a bonus action. Sorry, you'd like to you'd like to run where? Oh, you'd like to run back up into the room at the top. Yeah, the top left room. Yeah, I'm gonna be in there. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Thank you. I I go in. I close the door behind me. <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> <laughs> that situation is now over. <laughs> it's just like a bear attack. You just you just go in and you lie down and you go fetal. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah, I have I have a plan. I have a plan. Uh, ready. So Hanash has run away. That means it's Tati's go. I'll use my uh, bonus action to do steady aim and give myself advantage. And I will use one of my uh, holy water covered arrows to fire at her. It's a 26 to hit. I'm assuming that hits. Very much hits. So I've got Hunter's Mark. I've got my shortbow damage, I've got the radiant damage from the holy water, and I've got my sneak attack damage, which is 2d6. So it should be 5d6. Woo! It's a lot of these. Ooh-wee. Remind me again, the holy water, what effect does the holy water have? So usually, yeah. it does It does 2d6 radiant damage, but we said it would do 1d6 because it was Got it, because you just arrows. dipped it in. But doesn't it have knock-on effects if she's been hit by... So this, yeah, I, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it might do some, it might stop her using her regeneration thing and recovering health. Yes, I'm just going to check that because I don't 100%. In any case, uh, oh, do you need me to give you the radiant damage separately as well? Ah, it says if the vampire takes radiant damage from holy water, it doesn't, she can't regenerate on that turn. So if you, if you separated out radiant and piercing. Okay. So. Piercing damage is 17, and the radiant damage is 5. Disgusting. And... Got it. Yeah, I guess that's my turn. Brilliant. All right, thank you very much for that. She looks disgusted as there's a thwapping noise as she turns around, and there's an arrow jiggling out of her left butt cheek as it's like... She's like, Honey Bunny, you're really starting to piss me off. As she just grabs it and pulls the shaft out as there's a sizzle coming out of her butt cheek where the radiant damage has burnt through her dress. She's like, God damn it, do you have any idea how old this dress is? Sizzle, bitch. <laughs> Just snaps the arrow in half. And- You're a messy drunk, Lily. <laughs> You're a thathy gnome, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's right. <coughs> you pour me one of those whiskeys. I'm jonesing for a fix. Not heroin. Whiskey. <laughs> 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 just to clarify <laughs> different kind of fat different vibe different vibe <laughs> different vibe maybe afterwards okay 
Maud. Maud is going to cast uh, Entangle on Lilith. So she needs to make a strength saving throw, and she needs to be at 13. We're not here to cast shade on on Chanel, but these are the kind of things Chanel never uses. Where I'm always like, I need to start using these things. They're absolutely banging. Strength, what do you know? She needs a 13. 13, all right. Let's go, listeners. Shit gibbon. She got a nine. Excellent. Uh, she is now restrained. Just to try and break out of it on her turn, I think. I've got it here, listeners. Uh, restrained. A restrained creature's speed becomes zero, and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Uh, can she try and break free of it? Uh, yeah, uh, can use its action to make a strength check against uh, the, yeah against a thirteen on a success. It freezes. Uh, so has pulled, pulled the arrow out of her own bum cheek. She snaps it in half as the very vines on the ground start snaking and weaving up her leg. As she's like, ah, damn it!" As she's like waggling her foot around as the vines like course up underneath her dress, come out bursting wrapping her in vines and thorns and she's like screw you i've really had enough you come into my house and now you're fucking restraining me <laughs> let me see if Maud can do anything else as a bonus action uh, nah no nah, we're good we're good uh, that'll that'll be her turn gotcha okay dukes so that now means aristobulus you are up yeah i want to use my first action since we mentioned it to cast command um, and our command is going to be grovel. <laughs> <laughs> and what does she have to pass to try and repel you? Uh, I'm going to use it as a second level slot. So it's wisdom saving throw 14. Wisdom saving throw 14, listeners. Uh, she gets a 17. Fuck. So that ain't work. So she's like, don't think I can't feel you. Noodling into my mind. Saucy little minx. Mm. Little man tricks won't work with me. Mm. Okay. All those magical thingamajiggies you got. I'll come to you later. <laughs> Fair. Don't, don't think I didn't see you cartwheeling up. Saucy boy. Saucy boy. Fair play. Didn't plan on her actually um, beating me on that. So um, I think my second action of movement will probably be me running and decking that guy in the face. <laughs> yeah. The lady? No, the, the geezer wearing my earring. I want to rip it out of his ear. <laughs> he don't get it anymore. You want to you wanna leg it over there? Okay. Yeah, I want to leg it. Just sure, fucking sure, sure, boot sure. him in the head and take my earring back. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know what? As the rule of cool, purists here will be, will be um, laughing at me, but I will say just as a rule of cool, you're now over to the right of the room, Aristobulus. Thanks. You've run over to Silas, and as he's like, oh, you've come to help. Oh, marvellous. Thank you, priest. As you just rip the earring clean out of him. As he's like, ah, oh, this is not the kind of relationship I had in mind. As you look down, there's still just a piece of flesh on the end of the on the end of the clasp. Good. Um, that's you done. Toadflaps is up next. As Toadflaps is like, all right, 
it's twatting time! As she charges over to the vine-encased vampress, as she pulls out a mallet and just tries to give Lilith a jolly good twatting, as they say. You hear a thwap as uh, Toad Flats belts Lilith across the face. As the crack of the tough vampiric skin, you see Lilith, like, flexing as blood oozes slightly, as one of her teeth is slightly chipped now. She's like, God damn it, I am seriously starting to... Those were Turkish veneers! <laughs> as she's got a fat lip, she's struggling to speak. He's like... You're a mess. You're a mess. <laughs> Belsia, you are up. Um, what I want to try to do is, um, if there's a, can I bring the flaming sword over to me to investigate it safely with the mage hand? Uh, well, you're going to have to try and make, you're going to have to re, you're, you're grappling with it, basically. Yeah. So you're going to have to remake the check. So if you roll a d20 and, and roll your proficiency, we'll see how far off you just God, listeners, fucking flaming sword. Sounds amazing, but it's hot shit. Dirty 20. Uh, yeah, I'll say with that level, you can, you can drag it. You so far outclass the sword. You want to, you want to pull it to where? Towards you? Yeah, so it's like hovering in front of me. Lilith is now by the paddle, entwined in, in reeds on the left. Toad Flaps is standing next to her. Belsia, you're not far from Toad Flaps. The sword is next to... Uh, you, Bels. As we, I presume you're standing there. You're not moving anywhere, Bels. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to see if I can manacle it. Oh. I don't know if I can do that on one turn. No, probably not. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll wait till next turn. Okay. Everyone's got little plans. Everyone's got little plans. This is brilliant. Going on that I like. Fucking MacGyver <laughs> 101. Okie dokes. Right, going round to Lilith's turn. What does Lilith have to match to break out of these vines? Thirteen. Thirteen. Thirteen strength. Yeah. Who could do? Here she goes. Oh, fuck's sake. She rolled a two. As Lilith is like, I distinctly regret drinking so much wine. (laughs) And we've all been that. This is not my day. Silas's go. As Silas just looks over, he's going to use his action to claw his way up Aristobulus. Um, you feel something grappling onto the bottom of your robe of stars as he slowly pulls himself up on two broken shins and just stands face to face with you as he's like, this is not what I had in mind when I agreed to help. <laughs> I didn't ask for this old man to climb me like a tree. What? What? <laughs> this wasn't something I've asked for. Hey, your hands on me. Oh, he's quoting Bon Jovi. I see. Yes. Put your hands on. Put your hands on. <laughs> <laughs> put your hands on me. All right. So I put, I put my hand in his mouth. No, seriously. Would you put your. Yeah, right in his mouth like this. No. Just a dirty nicotine finger goes in. He's like. Like a little puppet. <laughs> so demeaning. As we're going to lead those two, as we pan back around to Hanash, who's locked himself in a room at the top, which has a statue in it 
and some noptic jars we worked out last episode that have some organs in I'm hoping that these organs like connects to her. So I want to listen out for her if it's like causing any pain from her. So I'm going to try and smash the ends and stomp on the things that are inside them. Is that your action? Uh, that's going to be my action, yeah. Okay. Uh, as you drop kick one of the, uh, the noptic jars, it smashes against the wall, a heart rolling to the floor as you crunch it under your boot. It squelches and crushes as you just hear a little voice coming from Lilith. And she's like, oh, God damn it. First, they break my tooth, then they bind and gag me, and now they fucking take my supper away. I am a mighty pissed off lady. Exposition, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, right, you've got movement still. So I've got movement and I get two attacks with my action. So can I move and attack her? Well, that counts like two attacks. One on the end. What one have on... you got that you can attack with? Uh, I've got a scythe. Or like a, I've got like a weapon that Tatty gave to me last time. Rapier. Oh, you want to leg it back down? So you've done your action. You've got two attack. So I've got two attacks. So I'm, I'm, can I say one attack on the end, movement, and then another attack on Lilith? I'll give it. I like it. Yeah. Imaginative and creative. As Lilith is fuming, as you just see this green flash tearing down the room, back towards Lilith, who's bound and gagged. Uh, your attack will have advantage on her because she is bound. Sick. 22. 22. Uh, hit. 11 damage. 11 what damage? Uh, so that will be Pierre... Piercing. Piercing. Yeah. Piercing. Thank you. And then I'm going to do a goading attack as well. Yep, yep. So they've got to make a wisdom saving throw of 14. Um, or... Uh, actually, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Sorry, scrap, scrap that. Ooh, okay, so sorry, got anyway, so it wouldn't give us anything else. Yeah. Okay. And end turn. End turn. Okay. Right there, you having you 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 was it a scythe? Did you say uh, rapier? Rapier, yeah. rapier. As you slam your rapier through her chest, you see it slide between two ribs and come out the other side. As she's like, "Oh, this is not my day." As you draw it back out really slowly while staring her in the eye. We're going to pause very quickly there for a drinks break, because I know last time we didn't take a drinks break. Yeah, boy. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, there, sailor. Yes, I'm talking to you. Do you yearn for high seas adventure and piratical mayhem at the roll of a D20? Yes, 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 I'll just toss you your shirt. Very sassy. (laughs) No, I drink beer and I fart in my sleep. (laughs) Now that I've got your attention with sex... (laughs) Welcome to my pub, the wizard's sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) It's still a cow, then we're going to get a bag. Do you know how big a cow is? (laughs) Don't put gold in your ass. Uh, that's not um, the catchphrase we were looking for. It is one that we often use at the <laughs> Enough group, though. about where you keep your secret stuff. It's not right. in my anus. Stop it. And <laughs> sign your name in blood. I mean, join the rovers on your crew on their adventures every Wednesday, wherever you find podcasts. Okie dokie, right, we've got a lot to get through. Uh, we've had Harash's go picking back up where we left off. With Mr. Tatty. Oh, that's me. Yeah, she's still restrained. Uh, she is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire away again. 
uh, taken out one of my uh, holy water arrows again. How many have you got left? Um, I think we said I did five, so I did two. I did two last last time. I've just done one, and now I've got one left. Essentially, um, that's a twenty six to hit. Fuck off with your high rolls, you sniper! Yes, I do get. I do get a plus ten. So. You're also preventing her regenerating. Is mean. Yeah, I know. Um, in fact, I'll, I'll roll this one for the for the radiant die. That's uh, five radiant damage, and uh, six, eight, nine, uh, five radiant damage and 14 piercing damage. Got it. As uh, the arrow slams into her neck, normally for a normal mortal, that would be game over. But being that she is undead, you see it go in as her voice just goes slightly squeaky as you're tearing up her, her voice box. And she's like, God damn it! As she like, Yanks her back out. She's like, this is really starting to fuck me up. I'm a lady of dignity. Could I possibly, as a bonus action, it's okay if you don't want to let me do it as a bonus action, could I um, dip dip a few more arrows in, in my holy water? Oh, that's an action all day. Oh, hang on. Nah, yeah, that, if you're doing it properly, it's an action. Especially if I'm doing more than one. Okay, uh Next up is Maud's. Uh, Maud is going to, let's see, how far away is Maud from this, from this, from this vampire? Yeah, you're asking. Uh, Maud is 30 feet. Cool. Maud is gonna run up and use, hmm, actually, I gotta read this. I'd like to use Thorn Whip, but I would like, I would like it if I didn't have to pull the creature closer to me. You would like it, what? I would like to just do the damage. That would be nice. It says it says the creature takes the creature takes damage, and then if the creature is large or smaller, you pull the creature up to ten feet closer to you. I'd like to not do that. I'd like to just do the damage if well, possible. It's entangled, so maybe that yeah, it's entangled. That. It's not really going to go anywhere. So yeah, yeah, I'll um, I'll use thorn whip. Okay. Uh, I mean, it doesn't hit anyway. Yeah, we only got an eight. Uh, and eight, yeah, absolutely no chance. Ooh, advantage, Ooh. advantage well because she is restrained. Yep, I got advantage. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what happened. Here's the journey we just went on. The first one was a natural three plus five is eight. We were like, "Boo, that's not great." And then we rolled the second dice, and it was a natural two. So, oh no, you've you're shit out of luck. Okay, it's getting worse. At least you didn't get a natural one. Shout out to Fan Roll Dice for that natural too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that is the most flaccid whip anyone has ever done. Uh, not happening, unfortunately. Uh, Aristobulus, you're up. Okay. Well, last turn I ended up uh, abusing that old man, so let's... He's still holding on to you. He's still watched. Oh, yeah, I've got my fucking hand in his mouth, haven't I? <laughs> um, yeah, you've got your finger in his mouth. I don't really know what his his game plan was, so I don't really know why I'm in this situation with him <laughs> at all. So I guess whilst my hand's in his mouth, I'd like to try and cast command back at uh, old vampire chops in the corner. Yeah, uh, sure, sure, sure. So wisdom saving, wisdom saving for 14 for her. Let's do that. Wisdom saving throw of 14. 
Beats it, beats it. She's got 14. So she beats it. Cool. Cool. She does. Sorry. Cool. She's like, will you stop noodling in my mind? I'll get to you. What is the limitations that I currently have in terms of my bonus action? Uh, you can move. Can you, you can attack again with the spiritual weapon? You can move it, can you? Mm. Yeah, you can. You can move it, you can move it and attack with it. Oh, well, I'd right, so the flying anus should, um, the flying anus should be lobbed in her direction whilst I'm holding this man by his, by his jaw. Just pick up a giant ass. And <laughs> kind of just more of like a, <laughs> manifest it. <you> know? <laughs> just one, one finger in a geriatric's mouth. <laughs> As you just see beads of sweat forming on Aristobulus's mind as he's like, mm. as the blue ass clenches, you see the cheeks clench, firm buttocks as they go belting across the room. Yeah. Is it an auto hit? What's Obviously. The... Come on, it's a flying ass. Of course it's an auto hit. I don't know. What it, what it, what it... There should be a, there should be a to hit thing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah, look at that. It says to hit a million points of damage. <laughs> Excellent. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, do that. <laughs> Check that, AJ. Um, let me double check spiritual weapon real quick. Thank you, I'm looking for effect or hit DC. Hit, hit DC yeah. is a motherfucking plus six. So roll D20. Yeah. Awesome. That's Thank six. you very much. Wonderful. Oh, it's a natural 20. So 26. All right. You just see a look of horror on Lilith's face as the blue cheeks flap across the room, coming towards her. Do 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 do. Go on. What are you rolling? Double double whatever you're rolling. You're gonna need a bigger butt. I get to what? That man extra XP. You roll your damage and you double it. So yeah, I think it's um, I think spiritual weapon is D eight. So instead of one D eight, just roll two D eight plus. I think it's it'll either be three or four. Should say on the weapon. Uh, twelve. Love that. Yeah. Twelve total. Yeah. Okay. Twelve total. So Lilith crushed between two buttocks. You see her slightly worse for wear as the buttocks peel apart. She's like, I didn't enjoy it so much that time. She's starting to look a little bit ropey. In comparison to how pristine she looked when you first met her, she's looking ropey as fuck. Got a broken tooth, a pierced buttock, she's entangled. She's not having the time of her life. As Toad Flaps is like, oh, we're not finished with you, lovely. She pulls back her hammer and just goes to strike Lilith across the face with it. Lilith just takes a blow to the side of her face, but it's not going to do Lilith any damage. Lilith is a toughen. And uh, you just see the shock reverberate back down Hood Flap's arm as Lilith just lets out a little. Ha ha, I have to do better than that. Better than that. I don't know why I sound like Bob Ross. <laughs> Happy little mistake. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okie dokes. Bells, yeah, you're up. Yeah, can I investigate or perceive the sword to see if it's got like a loop on the hilt or something like that? Somewhere you could try and restrain it. Is this your action? Because uh, in combat, you have a search, so you can make a wisdom perception check or an intelligence check to, to investigate or, or search something in combat. So that would take up your action. Can you do me a bonus action? I'm reading the rules right here. Got them in front of me. 
Okay, I guess that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I just want to check if there's like a hook on it because what I want to do is like put it through one of the manacles and ah. take it out. Actually, um, if you want to use your, do you, know, do you know what? I'm not even going to make you roll for it. If you want to use your action, there is no, no. There's just a pommel on the sword. Looks finely made, but no, no, no eyelet. Oh, oh. is it? Is it like a cross at the bottom? Like what? What, what does it look like? Um, it's got a pommel, got a grip, and it's got a. Oh dear God! If only I was an armorer. Uh, what, what's the bit? It's like a blade stop. It stops blades going down the length and chopping your fingers off. Good. The like cross guard. Cross guard. Cross guard. Yeah, like a guard. Guard. Look, look at you. A guard on it. Yeah, it's got a guard with two sharp pins on either side, and the obviously the pommel and the grip. So you can, so you can maybe put it on diagonally. Yeah, if you do it like that, you could cross it across the cross guard and wrap it around the hilt handle. Fuck me, engineering one hundred and one, listeners. Yes, engineering. Can, can I give that? I guess that would be like the crystal maze. Get out! Get out! Get out! <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, I guess that's me then. Okay, right. That's Belsia burnt. It's Lilith's turn. Lilith is looking fucked up as uh, she needs to make a strength what to break out of the twines. I assume it's a saving throw. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, yeah. when, when she casts the spell. So, oh. yeah, she needs, to, she needs to be at 13. On what? Dex, wisdom, or charisma? Strength. 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 Okie doke. Gotcha. 13, you say? Yeah. You got a three. Are you happy? Yeah. A fucking yeah. legendary yeah. cretin, is she? She got a three. So she's like, I don't like that. Leave me alone. She's, she's stuck. Um, so what's that? Uh, she's restrained, wasted her action. People are in combat with her, so she's going to lunge out with her mouth and try and bite. Who's next to her? Toad Flaps is next to her. I think Tatty's next to her. Um, Hanash is next to her. Oh, sorry, you're quite far away. Toad Flaps and Hanash. Okay, Hanash, she's going to take another bite at you. All right? Disadvantage. With disadvantage, of course. Yes. Couldn't guess. Yes, yes. Keeping me on the straight and narrow as disadvantage. Can she attack as a bonus action if she's used her action to try and break out? She's got two actions. She's legendary. She can oh, two attack right. actions. Legendary action. I get you. I'll let you off. Ah. <laughs> 18. Nah, mate. What? You say 18? Yeah. Yeah, nah. Fuck that. As you just, you see her snap at you. <laughs> as she misses, just gets nothing but air. She's like, God damn it, I'm thirsty. All I want's a drink. I'm Johnson for a fix. Come here, green man. Heroin. Heroin. Try heroin. I don't want to try her. No, that's a gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> You're an alcoholic vampire. This is the, this is the logical next step. <laughs> Before you know it, a smoking catnip. Right. <laughs> uh, that's Lilith done. Uh, On to Silas. As Silas is just like, I'm back. He's, I'm sorry. He's saying that with my hands in his mouth, so he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, nothing." Uh, you, he's going to um, he's going to make a bite attack against you. Fuck this guy. I mean, you still have to roll, probably because he's got very few teeth. But uh, he's going to make an unarmed strike. Uh, he gets seventeen. Wow. Roll for dentistry. Decent. Decent. What do I have to roll Does that hit? Does that? You don't. What's yeah. your armor What's class? Your armor What's class? the armor class on your finger? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15. 
He beats you. You take two <laughs> points of damage as you feel a crunch on your on your digit knuckle. This fucking guy. You take two points of damage. You've you've earned that. This DM can only injure you vicariously through. I don't know why my hand's even in his mouth. I don't know where this started. You stuck your finger in a pensioner's mouth and expect him not to bite you. Was well, it me? Did I, did I start this? Am I the problem? <laughs> yeah, you stuck your fucking finger in his mouth. He's nibbled on it. Right? I wouldn't go that far. Why did, why did I, why, where was I going with this? Why did I put my hand in his mouth like 10 minutes ago? What was I thinking? Where was I going with this? Eagle-eared listeners will have established that that's only the second damage that's been done today. Okay, look, that's Silas back round to the top. Hanash. Fucking hell. I'm going to use action surge, so I've got four attacks. All of which have advantage. Can I direct all my attacks at um, her teeth? Is that possible? Uh, like, so, like, go for her mouth, but, like, go for the teeth. I don't know. Try and, like, sure. break her teeth. <laughs> I'll allow it. So 16, no, um, yeah, 16 is the first one. So meets her armor class hits. So that's, first one's nine. Damn, nine damage. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I've got, next one's 22 to hit. Yeah. So 11 damage. Piss off. Ooh, 19. Uh, so the next one is 25, so that's hits. What do you get for critical damage? I hate you. Yeah, I think it was part of my thing. If I get nineteen plus, it's critical. Uh, if you if uh, you just roll the die twice and okay. add your bonus once, that makes sense. Yeah, two d eight. So I do roll d eight separately. Two d eight plus four or whatever it is. Which one of these is a d eight? Uh, I think that's seven. Yeah, uh, twelve damage. So I've got one more. I think to go. So twelve damage. Twelve damage. Oh boy. Oh, okay. And then the last one is 23 to it. Well, definitely, yeah. She's wearing, like, a silky dress and some moccasins. Right. Love that. Aristobulus's finger's got more. And the last one... 13 damage. Yeah. Um, as you just keep on hacking and hacking and hacking away at her head, you hear a... Poof, she's like, stop it! Poof, she's like, it's not in the head! It's a <laughs> she's like, oh, I've rarely had enough of this. As you slam her again, she's like, Okay, that'll do it. Gotta go. <laughs> she just like turns into mist. Her body just evaporates. I could, I could get an opportunity attack if she uses a spell. She does. I mean, she's already on zero hit points. She, she just fades to mist as the vines slump on the floor and combat ends. You all look around in surprise. Now, what I do have to say here, I forgot to roll. Because Hanash and Belsia, you were both bitten by her last episode. Um, both of you should have been taking necrotic damage, which I totally forgot to roll. So I'll, I'll just do two turns for each of you. So Hanash, you take five points across the point of all of that of necrotic damage. And Belsia, you took three points. Do we, last time we rolled constitution saving rolls to try and get away from it. Can we do that? Or oh, do go damage? on, we'll wreck on that. Go on, it's go on. It's all right. I'll do the damage. I'll do that. You're hard. You can take three points of damage as you both feel yeah. burning in your neck. Uh, as you look down, the vines are on the floor. She has turned into mist and vanished. Combat ends. You were all left standing in the room, looking around. The flaming sword tumbles to the ground. Cool. Woo! And extinguishes. 
Um, let me think. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to, I'd love to investigate some of these, some of these rooms. Maybe, can I go up to the room on the top left? Top left? Yeah. I want to investigate that room. I'm, I'm quite interested in this statue. I want to know what that is. I, I set off victory fireworks. Well, <laughs> 24 for investigation. 24 for investigation. You are aware that it is some sort of unholy deity, but really, um, I would need you <clears throat> to roll me um, some sort of religion check. Mm, okay. I will try that. With a big plus three. And that's four. So I got a seven. A seven. You're aware it is an unholy deity, one of the um, dark gods. Uh, It looks like it's been used to make offerings to. As you look on the ground, you see the shattered pottery of the Noptic jars and the smooshed heart on the floor that you can only assume has come from one of the the villagers. Possibly, um, well, definitely not from Jiffy Foofwood because he was alive when you met him. Somebody's been making uh, sacrifices to the dark gods here. If you look, the statue is also slightly smeared in blood. And because I didn't see Hanash knock it over, I'm just like, God, she was a messy drunk. (laughs) You feel something warm by your right foot as you look down and see Barbara is licking blood and picks up part of the smooshed heart and starts chewing on it as Barbara looks up to you with affection in her eyes to see that you're okay. I'm going to. Take out some, uh, some I don't know, jerky, whatever we have for rations. Take take some of that out of my bag and try and prise the heart out of her out of her teeth. And be like, no, 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 let's not, let's not do that. Let's not eat dark sacrifices. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I'm not even going to get into rolls for that. Yeah, just from a narrative point of view, you have a good a good cuddle with Barbara as a bit like a naughty dog that won't give up a chew toy. She, after a bit of uh, jiggery-pokery, she, she gobs out the heart and takes a bit of the biltong or jerky or whatever you got. You two have a little a little coochie-coochie moment. Okie dogs. Right, what are the rest of you doing now that combat? Your finger is still in Silas's mouth, Aristobulus. Belsia, you've obviously got puncture wounds in the side of your neck. Uh, I'd like to... This NPC is offered be... <clears throat> Less than nothing in over the this the, the the duration. You know, it's funny that he fell over a lot, but ultimately <laughs> I gave him a cool earring to give me intel and every single opportunity the only thing he's give me is telling me things that, that are already happening in the scene that I can see. So he's offered me less than nothing, and now for some reason he's suckling on my fingers. So I feel like my only logical next step to wrap this up is to repeatedly ram his head into the wall. So I, I feel like that's going to have to be the action. Make me an unarmed strike, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. <clears throat> I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a, he said he's a pedophile. He's a um, geriatric, um, what's the word I was like? Pensioner, not pedophile. <laughs> uh, he's a pensioner with two broken legs, so you can have it with advantage. Oh. <laughs> um. This is him getting Operation u And we have <laughs> a natural 20. Why, why do I feel like this is going to be the, the clip for the, uh, for the promo? He's a, he's a <laughs> with two broken legs, so you can have that with advantage. 
<laughs> and then a natural 20. <laughs> Don't you love it when it all works out, though? You know? Okay, make me your damage. Oh, wait, what do I have to do? You roll for damage oh, you, on your arm strike. You don't roll, but... I think it, it doesn't... You, you don't even have to roll it. I think it's literally just like a flat a flat number for an arm strike. Oh. I mean, you go to your attack section, it should just it's stay at the bottom. double. Whatever it is, is double a flat number, because he naturally... Oh, fuck it. Just for the sake of narrative, I can't remember, we're, we're beyond this now, listeners. As you pull your bleeding finger out of his mouth, there's a little bead of blood drips down his chin, as he's like, I would like to say I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I forgot he fucking bit me. Oh my god, like, let's get rid of this guy. I forgot about that. As you pick him up and slam his head into the wall, he's like, Are we beyond sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Forgiveness is a gift that can be given willingly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me live rent free in your head for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm creating backstory. This is hurting you more than it hurts me. <laughs> I've never met my real children. <laughs> Giving me desperate attacks. And so after a while, he goes, um, he goes limp in your arms. Good. <laughs> is he dead or asleep? Hey, who knows? He's so old, it could be anything. Uh, he's, he's certainly gone down for nap time, whether it's a dirt nap or... Um, <laughs> or the final nap the final nap uh, you just lay him down You what you do, you prop him up against the bodies if you look in the bottom right hand room there's like a pyre with some dead people on it, you just you just pin him on that, you, you prop his arms up on some and uh, you just leave him in the corner yeah, fine with, with his words ringing in your ears I'm sorry don't let me live rent free in your head <sighs> Nothing lives in Aristobulus's head. He's going to have a fat line of pink powder and it's going to be game over in about 30 seconds. Don't worry about it. <laughs> game over till the morning. Yeah. yeah it's fine. It's, it's, a, it's an empty studio apartment, he said. Like, it's fine. It's, it's, it's fully unfurnished. <laughs> not a mansion. It's not big enough to be a mansion. It's an empty studio apartment. Yeah, unfurnished studio apartment. Nothing lives in that head. <laughs> okay, with time drawing on, what would you all like to do with the remaining time we've got? Can I look down the big hole? Absolutely. That's very tempting. Love to investigate that. We're going to presume for the sake of narrative that Aristobulus has lowered his bum cheeks, which were floating around the room. Oh, yeah. As you walk over to the wreckage of the door where the bum cheeks had battered into it, uh, you, you go into that room and you see someone had been freshly digging. There is a reasonably large five-foot-wide hole that just drops off into the ground. You see a wheelbarrow, some shovel. Might be a bit presumptuous. Can I just fly down there? Before he does that, can I take one of the, one of the torches off the wall sconces and uh, drop it down? That's a very good idea. I like I like this preservation thing going on here. Just as you hear a, <laughs> um, as you take one of the sconces and drop it, um, you see it falls twenty feet and hits dirt, and you see the passageway goes that away up the map. Yeah, if it only falls twenty feet, I'm not I'm not too worried about Belsia. <laughs> you, you see that you see the sconce crackling on the floor of the tunnel. Tunnel's about uh, six foot across and only goes in one direction up. Uh. Right off the top of the map. 
I just got. I, I won't fly down there yet. If it's if it's just a tunnel, I'll I'll stay up here and wait for. I'd love to do an investigation check around this whole lair. See if I can do some looting. Yes, that'd be, that'd be good. See see what I can find. Where are you looting? What rooms and where specifically? I would love to go to the top right room because um, that's where Lilith was keeping her rosé. So I assume there will be something more in there. Uh, yeah, if you want to you wanna go up into the top right-hand room, do you? Yeah. Okay, looks. Right, make me an investigation check. Uh, that's a big old nine. Nine? You look around the room, you see uh, various bottles of wine and glasses. There's a rapidly warming rosé, which clearly was chilled at some point. You see beads of condensation on it. Um, you see a really nice silver tea set. Um, so you can see uh, to the right-hand side, there's some nice, like, uh, there's like a, there's a Turkish teapot, um, which has got some lovely little ornate teacups around it. Uh, Lilith was clearly a fan of a little tipple. Um, you see various bodies. You see the midriff of a body on a plinth. It's, it's inscribed into the bones. Somebody's taken a knife and cut runes into the bones of that body. You see various pages just lying around. Is there anything else you want to investigate? I mean, I guess if this room is a bust, I'll just go back and pick up the sword and see what that is. The one that's the one that was flaming that is now just lying around. You pick up the sword. It is warm to the touch, not burning hot, but it is warm to the touch. Um, it's quite a hefty sword. Um, it's got all kinds of again, like. Uh, very finely crafted. Um, clearly, somebody's put a lot of effort into blacksmithing it. I think it said it was a flaming. It's a flaming short sword, off the top of my head. Okay. Judging by the stats I've been using, yes, flaming short sword, which you're more than welcome to take if you wish. I will take it. Yes, Mister Hanash. Can I investigate and look for my weapons, please? Ah, oh, that's a good point. I run around all the rooms until I find my weapon. I auto find. Auto find. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, you want to keep... Oh, man, that's not going to be good. Oh, no. Can I, can I help Honash find his stuff? Oh, sure, roll, just... roll one more. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the exact same. Um... Wow. Ten. Ten. Okay, you look through all the crates, uh, you look in the empty crate with nothing but, like, packing straw in it. You look in the other crate that's got, like, uh, luxury spirits in it. Yeah, I think we said there was Zemnian whiskey in there. You look absolutely everywhere. At last, you come to the only place you haven't looked, which is um, a coffin in the room at the top right. Ugh. Thank you. I take all my stuff back. I didn't say it was in there. As you peel the lid off the coffin, you jump back, looking down at the pale white form of Lilith von Spluth, and the coffin is full of dirt as she lies peacefully in the coffin. Oh, bitch. She's lying very still. You're, you're, the, one that, you're the one that found it. <laughs> okay, um, can I carry the coffin outside, please? Can I, can I, can I seal it up and carry it outside? Oof. I don't see why not. 
Um, it'll take two of you. If you want to, if, if two of you want to make me a, a strength skill check, I reckon a bunch of you could try and get it up the stairs. I guess Pels, yeah, maybe the next strong. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe more. Most probably quite strong. Well, how, how strong are you, Belsia? I tell you what, if it's the help action, it doesn't really matter. You, you, Hanash, you can roll it with advantage. Okay. Oh, it's a natural 19. Yeah, and another natural 19. This dies. Uh, yeah. I'll say it's a team effort. There's a point where trying to get it up the stairs, it cracks open and her body falls onto the floor and you have to dump it back in. As you keep on hefting, you um, end up making a, a sort of impromptu winch out of some of the chains as you make it up onto the top deck of the bar, carefully, almost slipping at one point on the slick floorboards from Jiffy Foof Wood's corpse. Uh, you carry the box out into the into the sun. Once we get it outside, if we, if we can set it down somewhere, can I um, empty the bottle of holy water that I've got? All over the all over the body, and I'll I'll ask Belsiar uh, very kindly. Could you, um, uh, if we if we move it somewhere where it's safe, like out of the bar, maybe by the maypole? Can, can I just clarify here? Have you opened the lid and you're pouring holy water in, and you've carried it out into sunlight? So I thought when we opened the lid that the sunlight would kill her, but if, uh, if we need additional stuff, uh... well, you were, you were downstairs when you opened the lid, so. Have you carried her out into the sunlight with the lid off? No, I put the lid back on, and then we carried her out. So at the moment, lid is on. We're outside. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. I'm doing my best to follow the rules here, listeners. I guess we open the lid first, see what happens, and then, and then if she doesn't disintegrate, then holy water and fire and shit. Before we destroy the, assume we're trying to destroy the body. Would a disembodied vampire head be an asset to the to our enterprise. You mean something to add to our menagerie of familiars that we have? So my question is, I don't know, if, is she still a vampire? So like, if we would she come back to life? I'll tell you what's happened. You've, you've opened the box out in the daylight, out the front, and she's starting to sizzle. And you can see her pale alabaster skin. If you've ever seen the film Blade, where they get a UV lamp yeah. and start cooking the fat vampire. Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, much the same as that. Uh, so she's starting to burn and crisp. And as you pour holy water on, she starts sizzling. But she's still very still, very calm, just lying in a box of dirt. I'll ask. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say to Belsia, could you, um, could, you, could you light her up? So, so like on what Belsia said, if we take the head... Will that head still be alive and can it regenerate into a vampire? It would be cool. <laughs> well, this is why. This is why. Um, this is why her being out in the sun and then be also being covered in holy holy water and then also set on fire was my is my three step plan. But Belshazzar doesn't want to. No, I think you're right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm just. I just want to explore this idea because I like the idea. I don't know if I don't know if I was meant to trifle with such. <laughs> Such matters. Is is a disembodied vampire head too much for <laughs> adventurous anonymous? You just murdered a pensioner. 
a pension that just sucked that, off. That wasn't, that wasn't a joint I'm just picturing like Deadpool style. Instead of it being like a baby hand, it's, it's just like it's just like a full head, but with an entire baby's body just trying to, <laughs> trying to regenerate. <laughs> well, the Voldemort thing where he's like under a fucking bus stop or whatever, and he's just like a quaver. <laughs> yeah. Like a wet, a wet quaver. <laughs> <laughs> I get that reference. I get that reference. As Edith just waddles over and she's like, What are you doing? Oh, look, the undead. Silas, uh, unfortunately. Killed by the vampire. Was, killed by the vampire. Uh, yeah. He died unhonorably. He did not, he did not die a, a, an honorable death. He was a coward. He was a coward. <laughs> oh, well. He was slowing us down anyway. The fucking hindrance. You're damn right he was. He did literally nothing for this narrative. Nothing. Bit, bit my finger. She looks down at your finger. She's like, I would get that looked at. Tetanus is a real thing. Kills in villages like this without a doctor. Uh, sorry, you probably got something from me, to be honest. Like, <laughs> 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 I, I like to give more than I... T- I'm a giver, not a taker, let's just say. <laughs> I, I turn to Edith and I go, Edith, shut up. And I turn to Belsia and I go, Belsia. Wait, wait a second. You said he was slowing us down. Can I use insight to see if there's any ulterior? Oh, because uh, I've seen hot fuzz. There's a freaking twist. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's more grey fuzz. <laughs> uh, Eleven. Eleven. I mean, what can you tell about her? She's super old. Um, you can see she's her skin is so paper thin. You can see her heartbeat in some of her veins underneath her skin. Hot. Uh, it's starting to make you feel a little bit queasy. And every time she talks, her Adam's apple bobs up and down. Ooh. Um, do with that information what you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is a there is a twist after all. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Edith is a dude. Thanks, Chris. Uh, <laughs> thanks <for the> <laughs> Subtlety at its best. Just joining the dots. Just joining the dots. Wait wait a minute. (laughs) Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel and Einhorn. Einhorn and Finkel. Finkel and Einhorn. (laughs) Einhorn is Finkel. (laughs) Come on, come on, come on, come on. You get five more. Five okay, more. Now I'm good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, if Beltale's not going to do it, I'm just going to do it. Myself. Well, I don't. I, I don't actually have any. I, I've just got like a box of matches. Like I've not got any. I've, I've, I've used my my brief fire, so I've not actually got any magical fire abilities. So anyone anyone with a match can do it. Really, making sure there's no one gathered too close <laughs> around the the coffin. <laughs> I'll set the body on fire. Oh, daddy boy. <laughs> I get naked and dance around it. <laughs> Cakes in your own shit and everything. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> it's really is a funeral. Or is it a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Weddings are just uh, funerals of... Yeah, I'm not <laughs> yes. that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we should all definitely dance around. The vampire is slowly burning up in the sun as you... Who's lighting what on it? Sorry, I was just I was checking the rules just to make sure I had this right. Tati's lying holy water? Yeah, so it, she's been doused in holy water. I'm just going to take a tinderbox out and... 
holy water isn't alcoholic, is it? But you see loads of sizzle <laughs> and crackle as you throw you throw the match in, and it just fizzles out on holy water, which is just water. Yeah, yeah, well, I'll take out the whiskey and I'll douse her in that. There now. we go. And then I'll set her on the, fire. The real aquavita. Um, as you douse her in the whiskey, uh, you just hear as you light the match. You just hear a voice as you hear Silas crawling out the front of the pub. No, it's a waste. That is fine whiskey. As he's somehow still alive, black and blue. That's literally the, the most useful thing you said all day, Silas. <laughs> as you drop the match in, literally all of you, there's a sudden... <laughs> as all of you fall backwards, like most of you have lost parts of your eyebrows, <laughs> um, as... The body immolates in a blaze of sudden heat. You see it's burning far brighter and far hotter than you would expect just from whiskey. It also gives off a lovely tang of peat from the whiskey. There's just lovely, oaky, earthy smell to the smoke. As Edith looks over and just says, Oh, look, I live survive. How lucky we are. <laughs> <laughs> Edith pulls out a gun and shoots him in the head. Says, no, no loose ends. <laughs> <laughs> Even Silas didn't survive. Yeah, I'll turn to I'll, I'll turn to Edith and Silas and just be like, "We solved your vampire problem. You are welcome. You surely did." Everybody, the slow crackle of the fire. Edith puts her arm around you, Hanash, and says, "You really have saved the day." And we would be honoured if you would stay in our village a little while longer, if you don't have anywhere else to be. We would love to show you some hospitality. She squeezes you quite hard. Yeah, Edith is basically like, if you don't have to run away, please stay a little while. You'll be our guests. I appreciate the inn may not be to your liking anymore, but um, well, certainly there is room to bunk down in some of the houses here. Do you have any horses that we could... uh... Eat. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say uh, lenders, but yeah, I mean, we'll do what, whatever we like, I guess. <laughs> the three step, the three step Aristobulus journey, eat, pray, fuck. <laughs> uh, best, best, best selling book. <laughs> she basically says, um, of course, if that is. I mean, we'll stay for a round of drinks at the very least. Please stay for drinks, supper. We would be happy to refill any inventory that you require and, and and offer you horses. Some of the horses were used as part of the fertility festival. Yeah, all right. I'm sure the rest we can... That's a bad idea. That's animal cruelty. We shouldn't do that. They, they were pulling like a, a parade cart, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, what did you think? <laughs> 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 They were just playing the parade for it. It's reality. Ah. Pool fools your creates. Hanash, in due course, you check behind the bar in the inn and you find the rest of your equipment. As all of you um, gather round, Edith opens up her house and some of the other residents bring together some of their food and you are treated to a warm welcome, a nice supper, much ale. As all of you relax, Tatty, you hand um, Keith back to Maud, and there's a beautiful um, 
kind of like moment where Maud is reunited with Keith. Toad flaps. Walk- <laughs> yes, very delicate with his one health. <laughs> Toad flaps takes you to one side, Tatty, and just says, I'm glad in some way I could try and repay the life debt to you today. Thanks. You, um, you did pretty good with that, with that mallet. I, I tried, but I tell you what, my debt is not paid, so I stand by your side and I follow you further. One day. One day at a time. One day at a time, that's right, the recovery. That's, that's the way of alcoholics, we just take it one day at a time. Right, okay. As uh, all of you have a lovely, lovely, lovely evening, we will say before the next episode, each of you can have a long rest. Now, Hanash and Belsiar, both of you have recurring wounds in that bite. You're going to need that looked at. Otherwise, you're going to keep on. It's going to, it's going to fester. And also, I will say that the garlic cheese slathered on your chest, Belsiar, has, has done you a good turn. Yeah. Um, Do you still get necrotic damage? Or because she's dead, is that kind of like broken and we're just kind of getting like... No, I think you've still got a vampire bite. Uh, so you're still going to slowly, you're still going to slowly get necrotic. You're going to, you're going to get need to get some sort of healer to look at that at some point. Yeah, Unfortunately, Jiffy Foofwood was ripped in half as you all munch down on deep tankards of ale. Anash, you're chewing on a chicken bone. All of you feeling happy and content as the sun slowly starts setting. Yes. Can I tell Edith? Because like nobody, nobody knows that the priest has done anything yet. So kind of like, by the way, the priest is a bad man and was helping the vampires. So look out for them. Maybe kill them. <laughs> Edith is like, ah, oh, Yamalenko, the wrong one. I knew it. And did you say you didn't deal with him? No, well, no, we've not seen him since he drugged me. So he's he's out there somewhere. Well, I feel that's not the last of Yamalenko, but. As um, you see the box of burnt bones of Lilith, um, you see them dragged to the river as they're thrown into flowing water. As Edith is like, well, that will see her off. He won't be coming back anytime soon. No sequels for her. Right. Before you rest, is there anything I could do for you? There's got to be something we can get out of this. I mean, I mean, it's a tiny village. Even if we, even if we asked for something from these people, they, I mean, they're already giving us horses. Mm. Um, I'd like a, I'd like a souvenir. Can I ask what, what like, um, is made in the area? Could I have a, a keepsake? Actually, I don't know. Is this a bit of too, a step too far to ask her to kill that old man? <laughs> I, I want a keepsake or I want a vendetta, like a blood vendetta where she finishes what I started. Maybe you just, like, when we're leaving, just be like, oh, by the way, Silas was also. And I was gonna, I was about to do that a second ago when you were like grassing up that guy. I was thinking, I might just lean across and say that he's in on it too. <laughs> just like, plant the seed <laughs> and have all the NCPs just like murder each other. Is that your gambit? Is that how you're ending it? Yeah, my gambit is I'd like to say that Silas is uh, behind the whole thing. Okay. As Edith is like, Silas, no! I'm afraid so. He confessed it when I was going to kill him. As you look over, all heads swing, pivot round, snap to one side to look at Silas as he sits there quivering uh, with two broken legs whilst apparently still at a lawn party drinking ale. He's like, what? no, no, no! As he's hoisted up on arms and dragged away, he's like, no, 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 there's been a misunderstanding. 
Be careful, my legs are broken! Operation U, he's done it again. As he's dragged away, you just hear him going, I work with the priest! I work with the priest! As he's dragged away. Everyone everyone assumes it's the wrong priest. Yeah. The naughty priest. Yeah. (laughs) Oh! Yeah. As everybody's like, Edith's like, I knew he worked with Yarmolenko. Wrong. (laughs) Don't worry. We'll hang him from the maypole by morning. <laughs> now that is a great ending. Thank God. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode, listeners. Solid. Can't say fairer than that. My God, that took some dark twists and turns, but well done. Like, Lilith von Spluth was a legendary character, and um, there were a couple of bits I never got to use, a couple of her legendary actions. If I ever do a vampire again, I think um, there's a few more tricks I might pull. But well done. Well done, well done, well done, well done. Okie dokie. Uh, we don't often talk about XP in this, but a vampire is worth a cool 10,000 XP. Wow. Which you can split six ways. We could just not give it to Maud and make it five ways. Oh, no, hang on. There are five views. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a cretin. I'm counting myself. I don't get XP. I'm the fucking DM. Uh, you can split 10,000 five ways. Love that. I'll, I'll take 8,000 and then... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll take 9,995. You guys can, you so guys can fight over there. Each of you can have 2,000 XP. Blimey. Oh. What a time to be alive. There you go. What a time to be alive. I think we should switch to vampire hunting. Yeah, it's lucrative. Almost out of 20,000. That's a bad way. Well, there we go. I'm not sure there's much else we are going to achieve. That's good shit. That's good shit. I like that we ended that on a really dark turn where this um, NPC just been useless throughout, to be fair. Like, I regret nothing. But, um, yeah, ultimately, hanging. Wow. Lovely. Well, you haven't seen him hung yet. We've got that. We've got that treat to come. Well, Maybe we'll do a very special one shot where he just gets hung. But uh, yeah, wonderful. Right, time is roaring on. We managed to record that in a tight ten hours, listeners. Before we let you go, we just want to say a massive thank you for tuning in for another dot of fun packed fantasy fuck nuggetry. Now, seeing as you made it this far, why not consider hitting that subscribe button and never miss another episode again. Better yet, if you're feeling fruity, why not give us a five-star review on whatever podcasting platform you are on? All of your reviews and recommendations go a long way towards spreading the word of our misadventures far and wide. Of course, if you fancy chatting to us about anything you've heard across the course of this episode, your best bet is to find us on Twitter. Even though Elon has fucked it up by throttling the living life out of it, you can use one of your, what is it, 300 tweets a day you get, or whatever the fuck it is, to chat to us where you can find us at Adventurers A-N-O number one but you can also find us on instagram and facebook it's also worth reminding you i think patron is running a seven day free trial on accounts at the moment so you can try our patron mm. for nothing Whoa. for seven days we can get raw and uncut versions of all of these episodes we also have maps that go along this map in this episode is available right now on patron if you look hard enough matt was writing some fan fiction god knows if he's got any more of that so fan fiction if i'm the Creature of the character. Yeah, I don't think it counts as fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fiction. M- Matt is a big fan. I think I think you left Belsiar crayfishing. Yes. From memory. Last time. 
But uh, I believe, listeners, that is available. Uh, there's various tiers. You can you can drop us a quid if you fancy supporting us. If you want some of the content, I think it starts at four, five pounds, which you know is cheaper than a block of cheese these days. So um, or try us for free, or for free, which is definitely cheaper than cheese, unless you still eat cheese. And we also just want to say, if you want to support this podcast, get yourself over to fanrolldice.com, where you get a sweet 10% discount if you drop the code ADVENTURER10. You can get 10% of all your dice needs. Well, there you go. I don't think we're going to achieve anything else here. So that is a massive goodbye from the man who sucks on pensioners' fingers. No, that was the wrong way around. I have my fingers sucked on by pensioners, I'll have you now. From the man who has his fingers sucked on by pensioners, Mr. Lewis Budden. Thank you. Thank you. That is the right way. Um, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure as always. Delightful. Well, we had you two weeks in a row. What can we say? You're lucky. Absolutely. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> you, get, you get all of this. <laughs> all of this. You're fucking... <laughs> yeah, it's great. I've had my fingers sucked on by an old man. I've tried to commit murder. And I've had a flying ass. So, you know, yeah, what, what else? What other hobby brings those things? No, no one will believe you when you go back to work tomorrow. It's really hard to describe what this is to other people. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you guys do it. I'm quite open about it. And to be fair, judging by the analytics, some of my work colleagues in Newport listen to it, which is terrifying. But there you go. Wow. Uh, right. Next up, we've got a massive goodbye from our super fin. That's the best joke I can come up with off the top of my head. Uh, our man on the ground in Finland, it is Matt Durant. My, 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 hey. That Klingon. What the fuck's that? <laughs> yes. Ah. There go the Finns. <laughs> ah, bye bye, Finns. Bye bye, Finns. You were great to us while it lasted. <laughs> ah. We haven't finished the stats. Do we know? Do we have the stats? Probably. Uh, I don't know. I I need to check the stats. I don't think we we were we were in the Apple Podcast charts in Canada weirdly last week. I don't think we've oh, ever yeah. made it in Finland. We haven't crossed the finish line. Oh, <laughs> fuck! There's the joke. There it is. I hate you. Yeah. Okie dokie. It is a massive goodbye from a man who literally broke his own chains. That was pretty cool. I like watching you rip your own chains in your Hollywood moment out of the ground. I was hoping you were going to flail them around and beat her to death with them, but um, actually, weirdly, we haven't talked about it, so presumably your character is still dragging chains around behind him, unless somebody did you a solid and unlocked them. Well, I mean, it was only on one It was only on one yeah. arm, so... Yeah, let's say during the festivities, someone unlocks me. <laughs> someone unlocks you. Cool, 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 cool. We just pan, at this point, after the podcast, Hanash is sleeping in his little bed with the chains all, like, Crunched up, he's kind of like, kind of like holding on to chains, sexy style. <laughs> Some to like whip around, but I'm like, oh, it's just going to be an arm strike. So that's what I was going to do. Yeah. 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 You could be like Scorpion at Mortal Kombat. You could just <laughs> get over here. <laughs> get over here. I fucking love it. Right. And there you go. And all that means is we are down to the woke millennial thirst trap himself, Mr. Chris Neal. Goodbye, my precious little blueberries. Oh. Right. Matt, you're going to sing us out? Um, no. Oh, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm joining Solidarity of the Writers' Strike. <laughs> <laughs>
So you're in the musicians union. Let's look, they'll do it. Anything, they're ice caps. Let's go. Let's let's fucking go. Come on. There we go. We do it. Scab. Cross them lines. Well, there you go, listeners. That's all you're going to get out of us. That is it goodbye it's over the end go home of what you don't have to go home but you can't stay here